via Flowin. Interested in being a community partner? Well, contact us by email at partners at kpft.org. Thanks for your interest in our community partners program. This is KPFT Houston. This is Nuestra Palabra, Latino writers having their say, on the air. Tuning you into the Latino literary renaissance in all its splendor. Interviews, teatro, rap, fiction, poetry, memorias, composer spotlights, and more. Always más. You're tuning in to NP All Lit, the Gentrification Edition on Nuestra Palabra, Latino writers having their say, 90.1 FM, KPFT, your community station. This is Antonio Lopez, newly elected city councilman for the city of East Palo Alto. I'll be reading to you a poem from my collection, Gentrification, winner of the 2019 Levis Prize through Fallway Books. It'll be available to be, to be bought. Uh, through Fallway Books next year, September 2021. This poem, for me, it, it really captures and embodies the work I'm trying to do. My book is called Gentification, Gentification, right? So it plays with the idea of gentrification, of this process where more affluent, typically white people, move into a neighborhood and rapidly change the cost of living, uh, the rent everything. And so people feel that what, what was once theirs is no longer theirs. And growing up in East Palo Alto, you saw that firsthand, the old liquor stores, the old taquerias, the old discount clothing stores, all those places, eventually they left. And for example, on Donahoe Street, we have a, a, a building that once was a place where there, well, I'll mention the poem, but apartment complexes and Metro PCS and a carniceria. And now it's a logistics center for an Amazon for Amazon. The book is wrestling with that change and hoping and envisioning that there's a way that the community can still, through its radical imagination, through its arts, through its culture, can help fight that and to help preserve and and, and preserve and relish uh, the beautiful and rich cultures that have long existed here in East Palo Alto. So this poem is is an homage to that spirit. It still plays on this idea of faith and prayer. And so this poem is called Triptych of the Adobe Kata Army. And of course, it's a reference to the Chinese emperor's terracotta army. Yes, so Triptych of the Adobe Kata Army. And the date is East Palo Alto, circa 2000 AD. My fingers are desperate to unearth the ruins of my countrymen only to find a Tesla on the second floor of our apartments, now a parking garage. The Amazon logo smirks above me like a biblical cloud. Out here, hooded saints tore the covenant of earthly silence, passed out zigzag leaflets to preach the gospel of skin. 
whirling dervishes and long white tees bum rush me at a bautizo, pressed against my lips a cholo's chalice. My chest flushed at watching boys bronze into adobe kata. A driveway floodlight, the barrio's moon casted their bodies as they placed bets against the armors they carried. A fist tucked inside a hoodie, his knuckles spelling the names of ex-lovers, each letter tatted with a rust with a paper clip, cocked belt buckle whose colors shout to the block who he f***s with until asphalt swallows him again. And Maria's now mourn Jesus outside a sagging fence, wreathed his chain linked with lit candles, cardboard signs saying, we miss you. Streamers without the heated balloon that promised flight. Consider the clothesline as a bandolier slung over ruined soldiers whose uniformists still cling onto apartment balconies. Quien se dieron sus tierras to raise the wrinkled flags of blusas and neon vests. Consider this Aztec sacrifice. A father offers an empire, his daily flesh, kneels on the melted tar of its tongue, winces at the body turned legal tender, all to nurse the newborn with this vision. Una vida mejor. And so father cradled my head inside asphalt, prayed for our right to simply wade.
I'm Antonio. I'm in college studying aerospace engineering with a minor in math and physics, and I've done the math. Nuestra palabra, Latino writers having their say, fuels the culture that accelerates my knowledge and lifts our spirits. Call 713-526-5738 right now to donate and help Nuestra Palabra, Latino writers having their say, and KPFT hurdle past the financial obstacles that threaten to bring down this stellar program. You can also donate online by visiting www.kpft.org. Donate in support of Nuestra Palabra, Latino writers having their say. With this cultura, the sky is not the limit. Call 713-526-5738. Unidos. You're tuning in to NP All Lit, the gentrification edition on Nuestra Palabra, Latino writers having their say, 90.1 FM, KPFT, your community station. Holding on to El Barrio by Tony Diaz, El Libro Traficante, part one. Technically, barrio is simply neighborhood in Spanish, but our community knows that nothing is that simple for us. We write from our souls, from our hearts. We know the term means much more than can be easily translated. In the wrong minds, barrio can mean second class or outsiders. In the wrong minds, the term can be allowed to disappear. That's why we've created an army of writers, visual artists, and thinkers to give power to our barrios. Barrio means home. Barrio means pride. Barrio means history. Barrio means cultura and familia. The legacy of nuestro barrios pays respect to those who paved the way with great acts that shaped history. Some of our antepasados changed history by coming to a new land. Some of our ancestors made history by never moving. We did not cross the border. The border crossed us. Is this legacy at risk? As gentrification sets in places like Segundo Barrio, who will stand up for El Barrio?
Antonio Lopez, newly elected councilman for the city of East Palo Alto. I'll be reading to you a poem for my debut collection, Hentification, coming out September 2021 through Four Way Books. This poem is called Las Chacharas I Carried. It's translated from the Mexican, and it preceded by, was preceded by an epigraph. The customs agent switched his nightstick for a number two pencil and asked at workshop, I'm not sure what this word means here. Does anyone know? That's chacharas I carried. One, a cutting board to butcher my tongue and hope bleedings a universal language. Two, a bilingual dictionary kept the breast like the Khan family's pocket constitution. Three, the English word for the Aztec adage, it takes three seconds to Google my sh**. Four, a book of poems to hand my father, the edges smeared in morcajete and refried beans. Five, my tears as a pa strained his chords to read my hymns for him. Six, an ink made of his cook orders. Seven, his baby blue dress shirt to wear at my MFA thesis committee. Eight, the declaration. It'll be in ambos idiomas. Nine, a voice recorder to replay his voice in the hollow walls of my Newark apartment until I finish singing the Barrio Beatitudes. Ten, his question. Hijo, ¿cuándo vas a regresar? La libertad convirtieron en herejía La verdad corrompieron, le hicieron brasero Que su clero blandía, inquisidor Histeria y violencia hacia quien no creía La miseria sería la sentencia por su idolatría Silenciaron sus voces y el miedo fue el sustento de la fe en los que se proclamaron dioses con malicia. Se benefician de un pueblo y su asfixia, donde la voluntad de un hombre es ley, no habrá justicia. La codicia es su esencia, con demencia oficia en presencia. Como se reverencia la decadencia, el fanatismo potencia su cauría. Despotismo gubernamental, más cobardía popular, da tiranía. Un día más en el bando de los infieles, la escoria. Contando la historia que duele un pueblo sin memoria, que suele tragar su indignación. No hay que lo consuele y muere en su resignación Educación y salud gratuita en tus manos Fueron sutiles, crearon Esclavos útiles y sanos De pensamiento llano Ignorancia titulada en disonancia crítica Con una estadística inflada, manipulada Nadie paga por quien perece A causa de mala praxis y profilaxis Ese es el precio, el silencio es tu nota de suicidio ¿Cuál es la diferencia entre negligencia médica y homicidio? Tú puedes ser el siguiente, de ti depende, tu vida pende de un hilo y por ende, no tienes mucho más que perder de entrada, lo peor que puedes hacer es no hacer nada, y continuar con tu libertad cercenada, la verdad atascada en ensenada de falsedad, tu voluntad doblegada, valide el hecho, tienes voz para todo, menos para reclamar tus derechos.
Padecen el síndrome del Mesías, ansían que un salvador venga a calmar su dolor y no hay profecía, al parecer en su juicio perecen, esperan que unos pocos hagan el sacrificio que no merecen los que callan, los que siguen la corriente, mienten por conveniencia, sin conciencia indolente, si sienten que no es su asunto en realidad, si lo dicen, en este punto la irresponsabilidad los hace cómplices de muertes, sanciones, fuertes acciones, presiones, al ver que hay quien se opone para hacer que el inerte reaccione, imponen y ponen en estado terminal, el estado de derechos en un régimen criminal, quien tenga ojos que vea, quien tenga oídos que escuche, quien tenga boca que grite, quien tenga valor que luche, quien cuestiona al que lo hace, hace tiempo perdió el rastro, yo no soy tu enemigo, tu enemigo es Raúl Castro. Ya me cansa hablar de Cuba, no puedo mentir, media vida en esto, no me queda nada por decir, la dictadura sigue ahí, los que no tienen voz para protestar, la tienen para entrar a Facebook y decir que me fui, sí, me tuve que ir, me di cuenta que no valía la pena ir a prisión o morir, como tanta gente, por los oprimidos obedientes, el cobarde no merece el sacrificio del valiente, que han tenido suficientes cristos en los clavos, para hacer que despierte ese pueblo bravo, la causa está en sus manos, las mías me lavo, quien tenga miedo al precio de la libertad morirá siendo un esclavo Who will stand up for el barrio by Tony Diaz de Libertaficante Part 2 Only art can save us Yo necesito trabajo exclaims the mural on the wall at 111 North Ennis It was commissioned by Morales Funeral Home as stated on its website to represent the struggle against gentrification It was created by Angel Quesada a.k.a. Art Kung Fu. The Morales family has a legacy of edifying the community and giving back. This mural is part of that legacy. State Representative Cristina Morales now serves on the Texas legislature, carrying on her family's mission, standing up for Segundo Barrio. You owe it to yourself to slow down in front of the mural someday soon. Pull over. Really look at it. Where... Does the tree begin? Where do the skulls end? Where is the sky? What do you see? What does it say? Pull out your pen. Pull out your journal. Tell your version of the story. Your voice adds to our voice. We need your voice right now. <laughs> Hicimos como si nada, como si nada, hicimos lo necesario para que no se notara. Hicimos como eh. si nada, como si nada, como si nada, hicimos pero la 
vencedora de batalla, como el agua y la toalla, como las manos que saben dónde es que el fuego se apaga. Cultivo de marihuana, eres de todos colores, la forma y la dimensión, revienta toda frecuencia, eres delicioso gusto, aquí muere la vergüenza y nacieron los insultos, eres un tipo perfecto, justo, preciso, directo. Provoca la sensación de que el corazón se sale del pecho. Hicimos como si nada, como si nada, como si nada. Hicimos lo necesario para que no se notara. Hicimos como eh. si nada, como si nada, como si nada. Hicimos, pero la hierba y el fuego no se llevaban. Hicimos como si nada, eh. como si nada, como si nada. Hicimos, pero el agua y la arena no despegaban. Hicimos como oh. si nada. Tuning in to NP All Lit, the gentrification edition on Nuestra Palabra, Latino writers having their say, 90.1 FM, KPFT, your community station. Hi, I'm Antonio. I'm in college studying aerospace engineering with a minor in math and physics, and I've done the math. Nuestra Palabra, Latino writers having their say, fuels the culture that accelerates my knowledge and lifts our spirits. Call 713-526-5738 right now to donate and help Nuestra Palabra, Latino writers having their say, and KPFT hurdle past the financial obstacles that threaten to bring down this stellar program. You can also donate online by visiting www.kpft.org. Donate in support of Nuestra Palabra, Latino writers having their say. With this cultura, the sky is not the limit. Call 713-526-5738. Unidos. This is Antonio Lopez, newly elected city councilman for the city of East Palo Alto. I'll be reading to you a poem for my collection, Gentrification. This poem is called Las Chacharas de Carrie. Señora, give clara. One, discount shaving cream. Two, tortillas wrapped in black plastic bags. Three, the telephone number of USCIS. Four, which in Spanish translates to comprehensive health care. Five, my child's nosebleed. What's the intention of your visit? Six, my son who stirs awake as the night goes starting to wear off. Seven, father sombrero that I promised to never take off the wall. If I search your vehicle, will I find anything? Eight, soap, camouflaged as sea salt. Nine, la madrugada, whose border town haze stains mother's stress. Ten, an analog TV set to plop my chubby brown hijo in front of Sesame Street. Ma'am, please step outside. 
salotía y sé que aprendo lo que perdí ayer y trato de agarrarme bien cuando volverá a recaer. Siento lo que viví, agradezco que me pasó a mí, que está presente cada momento, espero que no se vuelva a ir. Adiós, abuela, adiós, abuela, sin sentirte Miro mi alrededor, busco si hay un resplandor que brille en mi favor, para no volver a decir adiós. Encuentro lo que pedí, pero empieza a disminuir. Cada momento se va la luz, espero que no se vaya. Adiós, abuela, adiós, abuela, sin sentir pena. Holding on to El Barrio by Tony Diaz, El Libro Traficante, for Que Onda Magazine, Part 5, Latino Art Ecosystem. The mural that evokes our indigenous roots on the outside walls of the Talento Bilingue de Houston Theater, aka Mecca East End at 333 South Jensen, was created by the Mexican Collective. The center is now operated by Alice Valdez, Mecca founder. It's just a few blocks away from the painting of Juan's Corner on the front of Doña Maria on 2601 Navigation Boulevard, Segundo Barrio. Anna and Juan Hernandez are the proprietors, 
Doña Maria is bustling and following all COVID-19 protocols continues to hold its place as an essential meeting place for community members and leaders overlooking the evolving esplanade and navigation. However, the TBH theater, like all art facilities and organizations, is in peril. We've been advocating for fair and sustainable funding for Latino art and culture before the epidemic. However, the economic impact of COVID-19 means that all arts funding will suffer. Latino arts groups and artists were behind in funding before the coronavirus outbreak. That will only get worse. We must work together or perish. Nuestra Palabra is launching the 2021 Latino Art Ecosystem with over 50 Latino arts nonprofits and coalitions and non-Latino allies to help sustain efforts to spread Latino art and culture. Our goal is to unite 100 organizations and coalitions. This will serve to spread art throughout the entire city because, let's get this straight, every Houston City Council District is Latino. Ironically, the Latino arts community is used to working under these conditions. As we unite across the city, we will be able to lead the city in the post-COVID-19 era. Houston cannot truly be diverse if visitors can find the Texas Mexican food, but they can't find the Mexican art. Houston needs us. Our cultura will not only survive, we will thrive. Somos los que viven de un sueldo. Grande. Tiramos para afuera todos los parlantes. 
Hi, I'm Antonio. I'm in college studying aerospace engineering with a minor in math and physics, and I've done the math. Nuestra Palabra, Latino writers having their say, fuels the culture that accelerates my knowledge and lifts our spirits. Call 713-526-5738 right now to donate and help Nuestra Palabra, Latino writers having their say, and KPFT hurdle past the financial obstacles that threaten to bring down this stellar program. You can also donate online by visiting www.kpft.org. Donate in support of Nuestra Palabra, Latino writers having their say. With this cultura, the sky is not the limit. Call 713-526-5738. Unidos. You're tuning in to NP All Lit, the gentrification edition on Nuestra Palabra, Latino writers having their say. 90.1 FM, KPFT, your community station. This is Tony Diaz reading the essay Latinx versus Community Disorganizers. I named my project Latinx Icons precisely because there's been a pushback against the term Latinx and the younger generation that identifies with it. Let me make something clear. Our community does not need to pick one identity label so that others can more easily Google us. Society must profoundly imagine us. The tragedy is that all the bickering about our identity labels can be addressed by taking just one ethnic studies course. When I teach Mexican American literature, I dedicate one week to only two dozen of the possible identity terms. More exist and so many more will exist. The rest of the semester, we profoundly examine the manifestation of those terms generation by generation to the poetry, plays, essays, corridos, and other works our community created to navigate a system that some days ignored us and other days actively tried to erase us. I have an affinity for the term Latinx because it's organic to our community. Our youth coined it. Additionally, all the pushback against the term gives me an insight into the pushback against the youth who first identified with the term Chicano during the Civil Rights Movement. This is dramatized in the play Zoot Suit by Luis Valdez when the main character, Henry Reina, is criticized for and warned against hanging out with, belonging to, or acting like a Chicano. I, like all Mexican-Americans, was not born Chicano. My parents were migrant workers in Texas who then settled in Chicago. They handed down to me rich cultural traditions and values, but I had to discover our role in history on my own through books that crossed my path, through research I had to struggle to find and understand. I chose to be Chicano after immersing myself in our history, art, culture, and understanding the role of our self-empowerment. It is unethical for community organizers to sabotage a person's path to self-empowerment. Community disorganizers revel in the bickering over identity they produce or recycle as clickbait. Our culture is worthy of more than just 
clickbait. Every publication that posts a piece on this term versus that term should also publish 10 pieces about ethnic studies and figures important to our history written by our intellectuals profoundly navigating the terms our identity is built upon. Identity labels are the tip of the pyramid. We must unearth our community's culture and history. That is the role of writers and other artists. We must clear the dust to reinvent language so that we can find ourselves. Across the line of Mexico No, you know nothing about the stress And the risk they undergo And while your backs are trying Their hands at borderless accounts There's Myanmar and South Sudan And the Balkans body count streets and shiny flowers you can't touch where some brother from the closed garden of poverty comes to the open prison of inequality for an opportunity an opportunity that knocks you in the head from old burden to new burden from old mess to a brand new mess new sameness same old shit new food same situation new haircut same mind and you miss your previous life but this one still seems to be better when i was a kid in fourth grade they had us do these mission projects and, you know, I was a good little Catholic boy at the time. And I thought, oh, this is cool. This church and school. Um, but they don't really tell you how messed up it is and all the ways that, that, this, that this religion and, these, and, 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 and this force of uh, Spanish that came to, uh, to, the, to California and Mexico, they just basically oppressed the natives. And um, it, made me, it made me start thinking about how we sacralize and we deem holy the people that once hurt us and 
I went to a school that was pretty rough and tough. You know, kids out here game banging, or they might be acting up. And I thought, man, what if the kids, my classmates, were holy? What if they were almost like saints? And so this poem right here is called The Disciples of San Mateo County, California. And God said to Juventino, perform ablution over the bathroom sink. Press the cold metal with novice palms. Stretch out your double white teeth, the cotton bulletproof vest, whereupon stepping in the schoolyard, your face juvenile punches. Brace the iron gates with knockoff Cortez's. Cuff your sagging dickies by the ankles. Saunter to the cracked voices of boys who laugh without a tag for their torsos. Unzip your brother's fur jacket and take father's flask. Drink from his patron. Shadow box the heavy gavel swings with swigs of your own. Cleanse yourself in liquor's kerosene. Let flammable spirits purge all nerves. To be an acolyte and balm in hair gel, worshiping the altars cordoned off in caution tape, is sainthood. You're America. It's not America. 
I'm in college studying aerospace engineering with a minor in math and physics, and I've done the math. Nuestra Palabra, Latino writers having their say, fuels the culture that accelerates my knowledge and lifts our spirits. Call 713-526-5738 right now to donate and help Nuestra Palabra, Latino writers having their say, and KPFT hurdle past the financial obstacles that threaten to bring down this stellar program. You can also donate online by visiting www.kpft.org Donate in support of Nuestra Palabra, Latino writers having their say. With this cultura, the sky is not the limit. Call 713-526-5738. Unidos. You're tuning in to NP All Lit, the gentrification edition on Nuestra Palabra, Latino writers having their say. 90.1 FM, KPFT, your community station. This is Tony Diaz reading the essay, The Ultimate Hispanic Heritage Month. Every Houston City Council District is a Latino district. Hispanic Heritage Month must reflect that this year. We have to demand that every district in Houston celebrate Latino art, culture, and history. If we do not unite right now, Hispanic Heritage Month will come and go 
without any acknowledgement of our community's art, culture, or history. We must not let that happen. That's why Nuestra Palabra, Latino writers having their say, is organizing the ultimate Hispanic Heritage Month, and we need your help. We can't wait for the government to step in. Our elders have been waiting for generations, yet our culture seems to have been abandoned. We can't wait for corporations to step in. Many of them are either suffering right now because of a financial crunch due to COVID-19, or they can claim they're suffering financially, so they have an excuse to ignore Tejano heritage. We can't wait for nonprofits to step in. Nuestra Palabra is a nonprofit, but we are community organizers first. Mainstream news continues to ignore our community's voices across the nation. When others hear that Houston is the only major Texas city without a state-of-the-art cultural center, they blame us. They claim Latinos are not interested in art. They suspect we don't have the talent or interest to generate novels, poems, plays, or paintings. Worse, they believe we don't have the intelligence or discipline to apply for grants or run nonprofits. They refuse to believe that the system to create fair and sustainable arts funding has been created without us in mind and in some cases has been designed to keep us out. They are blind to our community's cultural capital. It is our job to open their eyes. For the annual Ultimate Hispanic Heritage Month, from September 15th to October 15th, Nuestra Palabra, Latino writers having their say, is organizing events in every Houston City Council district throughout the city. We have a Nuestra Palabra community representative in every district, and we will feature Latino art, culture, and history from each corner of Houston. I also want you to know we are donating our own funds, our own time, and our own talents, and our talents help Houston thrive. Typically, when it comes to Latino issues, folks imagine only Houston City Council H, represented by Carla Cisneros, and Houston City Council I, represented by Robert Callegos, Houston's only Latino City Council representative, even though Latinos form over 45% of the population. But when you study the numbers, you'll see that every district is Latino. Houston City Council G, represented by Greg Travis, has the lowest Latino population at 18%. In other words, even there, one in every five residents is Latino. City Council C, presided over by Abby Kamen, has a Latino population of 24%. That means that about one in every four residents of that district is Latino, and the numbers only go up. This is another reason that the 2020 census is so important so that this information can be accurately counted. Houston City Council A, presided over by Amy Peck, is 56% Latino. Most people would not imagine City Council A as a Latino district, but it is. And there are more and more surprises as we track the population figures. This chart that I'm reading from is actually available at nuestrapalabra.org and TonyDiaz.net. If you look at it, you'll see that Houston City Council B is 46% Latino. D is 29% Latino. E is 39% Latino. F is 42% Latino. 
J is 63% Latino. K is 39% Latino. Every Houston City Council District is Latino. This is not just about our art and history. We'll have some limited events live in each district. These will be broadcast remotely across the city through Facebook Live. So please do like the Nuestra Palabra, Latino Writers Have No Say Facebook page to get notifications when we do go live. And finally, we will inspire civic engagement. We want our community to know when the deadline is to register to vote, when early voting begins, and we want them to discuss the issues. We have the power, the people, and the talent to do this. We'll do this on our own, and we will welcome everyone who wants to join. This Hispanic Heritage Month must unite so that our art and culture is celebrated in every corner of Houston, Texas. We must launch this first Ultimate Hispanic Heritage Month and then keep working so that we can top it the following year, then the following year, then the following year, so that everyone in the nation knows that every Houston City Council District is Latino. Before they wake up, we stay late, we stay informed, we invest in the latest technology. We take the time to train the next generation of doctors and nurses. We work together to make sure we heal their bodies and their minds. We do this not because it's our job, but because this is about our veterans' lives. This is our mission. More than 300,000 of us working as one, together with families and loved ones. No matter where they live in this country, we'll be there. We all come together and stand together to serve our veterans. We stand strong, united. Stand with us in caring for our veterans. 